These are just Boston. Daddy, do you know who my father is? What? All right. Uh, we should jam sometime. Episode 79. Dang. Crazy. Uh, actually, last time that the, this guest was on We Should Jam Sometime was exactly 40 episodes ago. What? Oh, insane. this guest. Okay. I was like, yeah. Jesus. It's yeah. just been you and I this whole time. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Uh, so I, we're probably gonna have a lot of new listeners. So before I get to the guests, my name's Caleb. <laughs> yeah. We're here with Craig. Hey guys. And of course, on the other end of the line, our first remote guest in a very long time, uh, our good friend, yeah. Stephen DeCantis from Ready the Prince. Hello. Right. Brother. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Man, um, lots, but, but also not a lot at the same time. Yeah. 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 It's pretty much been this year. Yeah. Yeah. I've been well, good though, man. How are you guys? It's good to hear your voice. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. We're living. We're, We're living, living in this in this strange time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It uh, yeah. It's been a while since we've spoken uh over the phone in person. I'm trying to think of the last time you and I saw each other. It probably would have been like last June. Yes. At, yeah. Um, I, call the I office. Call the office. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ! What the fuck? Yeah, that's wow. crazy, man. Yeah, I did want to just to give everybody like backstory because uh, I was thinking about this in like prepping for the episode. Um, I think so. The way that you and I met, I think, is hilarious. Thinking back, just because of like what I, well, how I approach the situation, and this is just like, I think a good tip for people, you know, that are getting into music or whatever. So uh, I've seen a band called Lost Arts, and we were playing a show a few years ago. It was our release show, and we needed one more band. And I very badly wanted Ray the Prince to do the show. But like I'd never talked to them. We had like never met. And I was like, how am I gonna I was too afraid to ask. So I concocted this whole thing that I was gonna like reach out and ask them to do the podcast. And then asking them to do the podcast, I was gonna like figure out a way to then also ask them to do the show. It, yeah. And it worked perfectly, I might add, because <laughs> Steve said, dude, we'd love to come do the podcast. We don't come to London that often, but whenever we're there, we'd love to do the show. And I said, Well, hey man we actually are playing a show at Rum Runners and then we need one more band. Would you guys want to do that? And you said, yeah, hell yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and we hammered out both of them. We did the podcast nice. and the show all in one day. And uh, we've been friends ever since. What an incredible con. Yeah, I got him. I got you good. <laughs> it wasn't much of a con. Uh, like It was like exactly what we wanted to do. I mean, playing London is, was hard for us to do. I mean... Yeah, I've it heard probably that. Still is. I've heard that it's too. tough to get gigs there, and it was like, yeah, hell yeah, we'll play Rum Runners. That's like, it's a tough venue to get into if you're not from London. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, yeah. It can be tough if you are from London. Too. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, and also and a podcast. I, that was like our first time ever doing a podcast. This is my second time. So yeah, well, nice. it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and, it was. Uh, and that actually kind of worked out too because Rum Runners was under construction and. We ended up actually playing on the main stage, which is like not a lot of thing. To, like not a lot of bands can say that. Yeah, which is crazy. That's right. So now I always now I like Lost Arts Forever gets to throw in that we headline London Music Hall. <laughs> yeah, and like, yes. we don't need to explain yeah. <laughs> like what the situation was. 100%. We got to headline, and that was sick. Um, but yeah, that was a super fun show. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, I uh, last time I saw you, Steve, would have been at the Atria, probably about Dude. three or four years ago. Dude, I was just uh, thinking about that. Yeah, when I was thinking about talking to you today. I was like, man. <laughs> when yeah, did we with, see with Brody Post last? and the Pantomime Boys. 
that. I don't even remember what year that was. Ah, uh, twenty. It'd either be twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen. I'm thinking seventeen. Jeez, that's many crazy. bands ago for Craig. Yeah, I long think, time. Ago. I think I reached out to you. I think I reached out to your band to get you guys on the bill. It would have been. I feel like it would have been pantomime. Oh no, that's right. No, that's right. It yeah, because yeah, we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we were organizing a tour with pantomime, and I remember. Right, right, right. Like we, <laughs> we were like, yeah, pant. You guys want to do this tour together? And then Brody actually wound up organizing most of it, <laughs> and we were like, oh shit, okay, right on. Like, we're going on tour with these guys. Like, <laughs> we're not going. <laughs> like, they're not coming with us. And then, uh, yeah, we met you guys. We met. Um, there was another like really trippy like art rock band we met in Hamilton. I forget what the fuck they were called, but they reminded us of like two. They had like projections going on in the background oh, and wow. shit. It was crazy. But um, the Atrio had some character, I have to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. A, that's that's one of those venues. For real, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I remember, they, it was one of those places where you're like, "Yeah, we're gonna charge cover," and they yeah. were like the fuck are you talking about <laughs> yeah dude we played there one time and i had to stand cover for a bit and just all the regulars walk in you're like you here for the show and they're like no and you're like all right that's totally cool <laughs> yeah you're like we made 15 dollars tonight that's fine because i didn't get stabbed so it's all good go grab yourself a labat 50 man i don't worry about me <laughs> yeah you're just paying people to not like confront you at all you're like i gave all the money away i'm sorry <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, we've also played the upstairs of that place. Oh, yeah. That place has a second level? Yeah, it's called the Diesel yeah. Room. The Diesel Room. Yeah, Diesel with a Z. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. How's that? Is it like a step up? Uh, <laughs> it's like a step up quality wise? Yeah. I don't even yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, that's They both have their like pros and cons, to be honest. It wasn't bad. I mean, it sounds really weird up there. But, yeah. Um, do you guys know Justin Melly? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. So he he did sound for us that night. It was a crazy coincidence. Like, this was years ago before like I even knew he was working with Crownlands, and he was doing sound that night. And it was also oh, wow. the second the second time we ever met uh, Luke and Ian from Cleopatra because they came to that show. Oh okay. shit! Okay, crazy. This is like 2016 or something. So, damn, that's insane. I think that might be one of the only fucking venues in Oshawa that are left. <laughs> yeah, it, I think it is. I think it Jesus. is. Jesus, sadly. Well, we'll see after the pandemic. <laughs> like, if yeah. like that's one of those places that'll be able to survive, not having business for like even four days. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing is, they like the the regulars like hold that place up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they found a way to survive somehow. That place. <laughs> you never yeah, know. They'd, they'd have like a grand reopening, and like they would just sell out of Labatt Fifty in four <laughs> four minutes. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, so, uh, what have you been doing to keep yourself busy? Oh, dude, where do I start? Like, <laughs> how how far back should I go? Like, what? I guess month? yeah. We we've been in lockdown for like fucking it's been nine a long months time. now. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I was gonna because you were uh, actually you and Craig both were ha- hammering out the uh, like the live streams pretty hard mm. near the start there, yeah. and then that kind of mm. like that was funny. That was a funny like two months. I feel like. Where there was just constant live streams, all, yeah. like, all day, every day, yeah, and then that kind of just went away. Yeah, streams really were hot shit for a while there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think it was stopped. just like, yeah, we're like, what, what do we do? How do we, how do we do that? And then like, I felt weird doing it because like, obviously, then like, when you're in like a band, you're like, should we be, 
should we be doing that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I was like, I'm just going to let the guys that like have like the fan base and stuff, they can do it. I'm not going to like muddy up the airwaves. Well, I mean, anyone can live stream, man. I would have watched your live streams. Oh. I would have been glad <laughs> to watch your live streams. Not now, though. If I, if I do them now. <laughs> just every time I start a live stream now, Steve chimes in. He's like, I would have watched this in April. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not watching now it Now they're anymore. out of fashion, well, so yeah, I'm yeah. over it now. Yeah, they're not cool now. Well, now now they're ticketed. Now you can, like, uh, Bandcamp's hosting, like, actual ticketed live stream concerts now. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Dude, you know what I actually just saw before we started this? Kiss is the greatest band in the world. Kiss is doing a live stream on New Year's Eve, and the tickets range from forty dollars to a thousand dollars. What? For this live what? Stream. How? How does a thousand dollar ticket to a live stream? Dude, panic? I don't know. I was kind of reading through the article, and like, I think you like you get a bunch of shit like memorabilia and stuff if you pay the grand <laughs> to, to, to see this thing. Holy but like, fuck. of course, it's Kiss, so they're like, there's gonna be three sixty cameras, and like, there's gonna be cameras from every angle. You're like, I don't know, dude, a thousand bucks to not see you live. I don't know. For a thousand dollars, we send the pyrotechnics to your house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just sync them up with the show. That'd be wild. I don't that know. Would Maybe be I sick, would pay man. For I'd that. pay a thousand bucks for that. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's crazy. But give it to Kiss to just take something as wholesome as a live stream and just just take all of your money for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, It'll pro- people will probably pay for that too like i wouldn't be they surprised will. oh dude it'll be will. sold out they totally will. yeah <laughs> if i had a thousand dollars just to spend i mean kiss is where i would spend it for sure <laughs> 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 i mean how are you what are your thoughts on kiss steve are you a big kiss fan because um, we're big kiss fans so i just want to let i want to say that before you answer just know that we're massive kiss fans. we're kiss fans but not gene simmons fans <laughs> yeah. oh, dude i love gene simmons come on oh, okay family jewels simmons fan. greatest tv show of all time that yeah, was a good tv show yeah dude I, I was gonna say gene simmons is a pretty badass bass player so i mean I, i'm dude. down with i'm down with some of his bass playing that's kind of the main thing i like about kiss I'm i not have like to huge... say his kiss songs are some of the best yeah he's great <laughs> yeah. yeah dude i was gonna say like wait i'm here with two bass players and like gene simmons has got to probably what rank both of your top fives is for pl- for bassist for best bassist not at all <laughs> not, <laughs> not, top five. <laughs> not top five <laughs> not top five his songs are like like cole gin's like the best fucking kiss song and that's a, that's a gene simmons song dude that's so funny like i just I just think Kiss is like hilarious, man. <laughs> yeah. They're, great. they're like how I got into music. I was like six and my uncle showed me Kiss and I was like, this is a ama- This is what a rock star is, which I mean, as a child, of course, that's what a rock star is. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. And then uh, and now it's just funny. Like I like it wasn't even a part of my life until I came to London. And then like somehow it like got out that I used to like Kiss. And then <laughs> it's just now like a part of my personality. And I don't even ever listen to them. But they're, <laughs> they're apparently my favorite band. What's that band for you, Steve? Like the the fucking the holy grail of rock bands. Oh man. That's a great question. Ah, oh, that's such a tough question. I think when I was growing up, it had to be Rush. Like oh, that's shit. that's why I was Rush bass players. Yeah, I've totally I play a jazz bass, like I play with my fingers, like I'm totally Geddy like he was okay. my hero. Yeah. Like, Those are some serious yeah. bass players, the Geddy Lee fans. Yeah, man. I don't know. He's just the best. Like, 
He's just, <laughs> he is. I don't listen to them that often anymore. But when I was in like high school, like that's that was my shit, man. Like they're heavy to learned. listen to. They're like a dinner of music. <laughs> like you gotta be yeah, ready. Man. You grow up and you just you can't handle it anymore. I think it's tough. Yeah. I don't know. Some people can. I just and I still. When, anytime I get back to Rush, like I'm like I get nostalgic and I'm like, man, this is incredible. But I just don't yeah. turn it on as often. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm like writing now and it's. Back then, I was just admiring. Uh, maybe because now I know I'll never be able to write anything like they like what they write. But yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, like, also, <laughs> do you want to write like a twenty-minute sci-fi <laughs> opera song? That's Dude. the thing. I don't think I do. <laughs> Dude, that would be crazy. Dude, it'd be crazy if you guys just like Beyonce dropped the song and said not. You're just like tomorrow or like midnight. It comes out and it's this twenty-three minutes of just like Wizards. insanity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Dude, I don't know. I would love Dan- to see the Instagram stories on that the next day, man. That would be hilarious. <laughs> I bet Dan would want to do that. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I feel like yeah, I feel like that would be up Dan's alley. He would love to do something crazy like that. He yeah. <laughs> Maybe do you one have to ever rein him in when you guys are writing, just like, dude, you gotta not be so yeah. like proggy on Dude, what's this whole verse <laughs> totally. about the wizard at the at the mountain? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He he's more of a like just his parts, right? Like he sometimes he'll just write something so crazy. And I'll just be like, man, I don't even know how I could sing over that. Like, like you know, yeah. like I'll just be like, I can't, but it's so good. Like, it's yeah. amazing. But like, we have to do something simpler than that because like, I can't even like comprehend what key you're in. Yeah, I can't keep like, up. <laughs> there's a, there was one time uh, like recently when we were uh, we were writing a song, and uh, Nick <laughs> comes up with this part that was like wicked, and he's writing it, and like in my head, I'm like, this would be like a really great middle section of the song, and Drake and I are just like letting him do it, and he stops, and Nick looks up and goes, guys, that would be a great verse part, and, and Drake <laughs> and I are like, dude, no, like what? And he goes, dude, this is a great verse part, and Drake's like, there's nowhere for Caleb to sing over that, like what are you talking about? <laughs> and Nick was like, oh, so okay, I guess we just won't use it, <laughs> like, no, we'll move it, man. We're like, Crowded. we can't have a verse be like so musically busy like that's crazy yeah i mean some bands can do it some bands can't do it my band is not one of those bands (laughs) (laughs) neither is mine (laughs) it's just like that's what's so great about guitar players is like they just go off and you gotta you know figure out how to rein them in (laughs) rein them in as best (laughs) you can yeah (laughs) it's like we're writing a song here man you gotta (laughs) just just rein it in just a little bit so what made you uh, what made you pick bass as your first your main instrument? I guess I would assume it's usually not people's first instrument, right? Good question. Um, so I actually was a tuba player before I was a bass player. Amazing. So tuba. Yeah. So I went to this arts high school and it started in grade seven, and uh, I auditioned with piano, and then they pick an instrument for you. It's kind of mm-hmm. like they pick an instrument that they need for like the future. So they needed a tuba player. So like I was kind of like given the tuba at like 13 or whatever that age was. And I just played for six years. And um, I guess like in like grade nine or something like that, that's when I got my first bass and and started playing bass because I was like, oh, I'm already in the bass clef, you know. And like I knew Dan played guitar. So it was like and he was like he's one of those guys who like right when he started, he was just like incredible. So it was like no one else could play guitar. So it was just like, I'll play bass. But like, I kind of just knew I wanted to play bass anyways, for some reason. I don't know why. I guess it was the tuba. It was just like, it all fit. (laughs) 
<laughs> anything to step up from the tuba. <laughs> Dude, I kind yeah. of feel like, were, were you bummed when they were just like, hey, Steve, you're the tuba guy? No, so I was because my mom kind of made it seem like that was like the worst. Like she kind of made it seem, <laughs> oh, no. she like made it seem like anything, like you want something with melody and with like solos, right? Like that's kind of like what was put into my brain. So yeah. then when I got the tuba, I was like so bummed out, dude, like so bummed out. <laughs> But like I ended up and like I remember the music teacher, she was so funny. She was like, the tuba is like the goalie. Like you need like you need a tuba player. And I always remember that was an analogy. (laughs) And uh, so yeah, I just ended up actually loving it like after like a couple months because I was like, Oh, this is the easiest one. This is the best. Like I'm happy. Like all the parts were so easy, right? So yeah, I never had to practice. I figured you meant like you got, they were like, you're the tuba player. And you were like, hell yeah, right on. <laughs> and you got home and you were like, hey, mom, I'm the tuba player. And she was like, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just well, disappointed. No, she was like, I even think she like, I think she even called in or something, man. It was Dude, like was something like that. <laughs> oh, she no. like wanted, she wanted me to be playing trumpet because she played trumpet. All my like siblings played trumpet. And she wanted me to be playing trumpet. And and it was weird because, like, I didn't know any better. But, like, if I could go back, I'd be like, Mom, no way. Like, I want to. She's like, listen, I didn't raise a fucking tuba player, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that's so funny. This is, like, there's nothing worse than, like, being kind of bummed. And then your parents, like, don't help at all. They're just just like, no, this does suck. And we're going to figure it out. (laughs) No, I know. It's like, no, that's not the way it's supposed to be. You're supposed to support this. Yeah, your parents so, are supposed yeah. to be like, it's all, it's okay, Steve. You're gonna make the best of the tuba, and you're gonna be the best tuba player. They're just like, no, this is awful, and we're gonna change it. I'm going like, into the school tomorrow. That was actually what happened. And like the first day, I had to bring it. I had to bring it home, like my tuba to bring home, and I got like the yeah, shittiest that. one. It looked like it <laughs> so had been big. run over by a truck. Like it was, <laughs> yeah. like, and there was no case. So I'm like walking around in this school that I just entered with this huge There's tuba. No Everyone's case. looking at me. <laughs> No case, dude. It was like it was a piece of shit tuba. Like, Over it was like the just... shoulder, fucking massive piece of brass. Oh my dude. god, dude. Yeah, it was. That's hilarious. so funny. I was like, I played, uh, I played violin in high school, and I always felt bad with like when people were like, "Dude, I got to fucking the exams are coming up. I got to bring this bass home," and they just had to bring like a whole upright bass home on the bus, and I would just be <laughs> yeah. able to like hop on with a violin and be like, "Yeah, I just do this every day because it's like hella easy." <laughs> would have to like get their mom to draw like leave work early so they could take this upright yeah, can you home. bring the truck yeah <laughs> to go rent a u-haul to bring your instrument home so you can get a, a c plus on your fucking music exam oh fuck yeah just yeah. to salvage the mark yeah, <laughs> yeah that's dude, pretty that's much hilarious. what i had to deal with dude that's funny i uh i didn't even know you had siblings so like was your whole family like did you guys all run through this art school so um i have three older siblings and just my older sister, who's only two years older than me, she did for grade seven and eight, and she played trumpet. But then she left. Like the year that I entered, she left. So, yeah, that was it. The other two went to just regular uh, high schools. Right. Right. So yeah. you had the sister to rub it in, like, oh yeah, she's the trumpet player. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Everyone else played trumpet, man. It was hilarious. Like that's wild. It was like I just was the. But that's kind of how it's always been with me. I'm always the odd one out of my family. So it worked. It's it's worked out. Nice. Yeah, I mean it's it's been going okay. <laughs> it's like it's if that's your origin story, it worked out in the end. At least for at least for now, anyway. 
Yeah, I yeah, mean, well, because I just, yeah, you know, I always had to be different, but I, that's how I prefer it. So, yeah, yeah. One day you'll just get like a a big tube of tattoo, so you don't forget where you came from. <laughs> Dude, I want to get. I wish I still had one. They're just they're also the most expensive instrument because they're oh, like yeah, they have the most yeah. brass. So, yeah, man. one day I, I'd I love uh, to play one. In elementary school, I had a similar deal where I was like, I want to play bass. I was a guitar player, and I was like, I want to play bass because then I can just learn how to play fucking bass guitar later. Yeah. And they're like, not, yeah. you're not tall enough. <laughs> so they slapped me with fucking cello, and I was furious. Absolutely <laughs> fucking furious. Which, by the way, so I was like fucking, I think I was like 5'7 in elementary school, and then like after grade eight, when I stopped playing cello, shot up to fucking six one. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck, man? Really?" But, but like um, five seven is pretty tall for grade eight too. I don't know. Hey man, I'm five seven now, so just watch, watch. Yeah, you know, it's okay for being yeah. twenty four too. For yeah. you I might have been that. shorter than I don't know, but I was apparently too short to play fucking bass, which was ridiculous. And then I actually That's I kept so playing the cello, and I wound up with a, a an award for cello playing. However. Damn. I was cheating basically. Oh, I was okay, like, well. I was learning the songs by ear and then watching another chick, like her, her finger placements. I was like, that's how you play the song. And then she, <laughs> she they gave Whoa. me the award and I was like, hey, you should give Nikki the award because I've just been watching what she's been playing. <laughs> they're like, what the fuck? I was like, yeah, I don't know how to read music. I just watched her. <laughs> they're like, that's not what you tell us <laughs> after you get the award. <laughs> that's still impressive though. But uh, but yeah, I I was also shafted with getting to play the wrong instrument, so I feel you there, man. See, but School of Rock made the cellos seem like the transition into bass. That's that true. Movie. But really, That's it's true. not. It's a different, isn't it? A different. Uh, well, you do have to tip it on its side, <laughs> and then cello is bass. Yeah. <laughs> so. Thank you for setting me up with that, that one. <laughs> oh, anytime. <laughs> anytime my man <laughs> holy shit that's hilarious i can't believe we just talked about like the tuba for like what like six minutes seven minutes <laughs> yeah dude yeah, welcome that's to my a... life man that's my dude, backstory that's... right there <laughs> it's actually what i talk about with all dude, my friends <laughs> yeah this is yeah this is deep man i don't think anybody else is getting this out of you in, an, in an interview setting <laughs> i've never told anyone that in an interview. <laughs> Definitely not. the exclusive tuba tell-all yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that's awesome, dude! Now there's gonna have to be some like Ready the Prince tuba merch or something. Like Damn you man. have to make a hat <laughs> with a tuba on it. Okay, <laughs> that would be great. That's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about the single for a little bit. Uh, sure. Re- regicide is that how you say it? I don't know yeah. how to read regicide. Nice. Okay, cool. That is how you say it, yeah. um, dude. So like, I don't mean maybe not like I. Uh, when I was listening to it last week for the first time, I was like, I'm, I have to look up this word. And then I looked it up and then I was like, dude, these motherfuckers, that's creative <laughs> as shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys, so you recorded this like a year ago. You guys went to the studio and did like a batch of songs, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, correct. Yeah. That's in last November. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's been about a year. Yeah. Cause it's been a while since you guys have like released anything. Yeah, it's been trying to think. since you July guys of 2019. Yeah, yeah, you guys did that double release, right? Yeah. Yeah, so what was that? I know that there was like, uh, and like, I don't know how much you want to go into it. Like, I know that you guys were going to do like an album for a bit, and then I think you guys just did a few songs, right? And you kind of just started like regrouping with like the new tunes. So like, do you want to divulge what the plan maybe kind of is moving forward? 
Sure. Well, I'll just explain what happened there. So <clears throat> we had a manager at the time and uh, we we the plan was we were going to record the three like singles for the album and then we were going to like try and get a record deal and then like record the rest of the record. Mm-hmm. But basically that didn't work out and he he's a good guy but he wanted us to announce that we were doing the the album so we announced it and uh but we didn't actually have the album recorded so it was like one of those like shouldn't have said anything kind of things um because then it didn't work out then covid hit and then we ended up parting ways with him right and now we were kind of just stuck like left with these three songs and this was like you know right around march or april this year when we're like okay what's the plan like we gotta just do something else now like and it actually worked out really fucking well man like it was just like let's just release these songs like yeah we don't need to do an album right now like the world is upside down and we just need to get through this shit somehow so we luckily have these three songs like let's let's like put them out and so then we took like the whole summer basically prepping to start releasing the songs so nice yeah. Right. Yeah. And like we have a, I think Craig and I kind of smiled at each other when you said uh, he wanted you to announce the album before it was done. Because Craig and I always talk about uh, a thing that you shouldn't do as a new band or really I think at all is a stay tuned post. Hey guys, like we're still around. Like stay tuned. Stay tuned post. I'm so fucking yeah. over those. <laughs> because sometimes. <laughs> You make a stay tuned post with just no reason at all. Sometimes it's because you're like, oh shit, we haven't posted on our Instagram in like two months. Yeah. We should post something. Yeah. And then, or you, you announce something a little too early and then you got to backtrack on it. And, and, yeah. and, and in a lot of cases, you make the, if you make the announcement too early, like something's going to happen. Yeah, something happens. And then and you have like, to oh, figure fuck. out, like, oh, they're no, all like, staying tuned. Yeah. What am I supposed to do now? Yeah. <laughs> I got to come up with something else. Yeah, yeah, you so. totally jinx yourself when you do that. And yeah, <laughs> that's what we like. We just didn't even post for like this whole summer. We just never posted because we were just like, whatever, let's just not post until we're ready to actually release one of these songs. And it yeah. worked out. Like, I think that's the better way to do it, you know, just because I don't know. Luckily, I mean, depends on the app. I mean, Facebook, like if you don't post for a long time, no one will see your posts when you do. But like, yeah. Yeah, like something like Instagram, like it, it doesn't do it like that. Like they'll still see it. So our Facebook, like just no one sees our posts anymore because we just, yeah. <laughs> but like, whatever it is. What it yeah. Is. I mean, most of the people on Facebook, like it doesn't even matter. Like the people you want to see your posts are on like Instagram and like, yeah, Twitter exactly, and shit yeah. anyway. Yeah. Facebook's um, just all recycled Twitter posts now anyway. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> just go on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. That's uh that's interesting you say that though, because I was thinking it it was weird at the start of uh COVID. And I would imagine like more so for you guys, because you guys have a pretty solid fan base and people that want to interact with you. Where like with my band there's definitely we definitely have some fans but like not enough where like i felt the need to be like we need to satiate these people and we had nothing to offer and i was seeing like all these other bands that i was friends with that were in similar situations like constantly posting about nothing yeah yeah and then and it's hard sometimes when you see that shit and you're like oh man we should be we should be doing something (laughs) and i was just like i said the same thing i was like we don't have anything to offer right now 
So yeah. we're not going to post anything. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's exactly what you said. And Craig and I talked about it too. It's like, because then when you do have something that matters, that's when you want to post. And it's the same thing of like, don't like alienate your followers with just like shitty content. Like give them something yeah. to care about. And if you're just posting being like, hey guys, like we're still a band. Like I hope, you know, what's up? <laughs> People are going to be like, all right, like whatever. Like I don't care. Give me something to listen to. Give me something to buy. Like, you know, that's that's what we're doing, you know? Totally. That's the thing, man. It's really tough because you have to decide like, I don't know, like there's different fans that, that want to hear from you every single day and there's some fans that just want to hear from you when you have something music related to say, you know? It's yeah. like you kind of have to decide yeah. who you want to speak to, you know? Um, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it's 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 difficult because it's like we're all musicians, but now we're asked to be like social media influencers or something, you know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, yeah for real. It's, it's yeah. so weird. So you kind of have to figure out what works for you um but yeah i totally agree that just posting about nothing doesn't really it's just it's just use, useless yeah right? yeah it's just useless and it is like it's weird too like uh when you do have like people reach out to you just to be like hey like i love your content or like whatever then like all of a sudden there is sort of this like weird sense of responsibility like even if it is mm. only like two people you're like okay well fuck like i know there's people yeah. out there that care but if you make more yeah. shit yeah it's like i should be i should make more shit yeah <laughs> But yeah, totally. I think that's a good piece of advice is like, you don't, don't ever feel obligated to post because if you're posting out of obligation, then it's not generally, it's generally not going to benefit you at all. Like, yeah. but yeah, I actually had a question on the, on sure. the, uh, topic of Instagram. Cause Drake and I were talking about this and I've noticed that you guys have done this twice now in my, mm. uh, knowing of your band. What is the thought process of clearing your Instagram feed? And like starting fresh. Um, when your drummer leaves the band. Okay. <laughs> okay. I honestly expected a different answer. <laughs> um, that's one of the reasons. Fair enough, fair enough. Because it's like you want to, you want to establish what your image is, I guess, right? And when your image changes and a member of the band leaves, it's like you. I don't know for us we were just like we want to start fresh especially for this release because it was the first release in so long and it was like we were we worked with a different producer uh like it was a com like different studio like it was all like very new we yeah. were like okay mm -hmm. this is the perfect time to just like wipe it all and just start fresh um yeah but but then the, the first time we did it, it was the same kind of thing. It was like, we did it right before we released Torn Up, which again was like the mm -hmm. first time we'd released something in a long time. And it was like, at that point, Jordan was in and out of the band still. Actually, when we released Torn Up, he wasn't in the band. <laughs> so okay. it was like, again, it was the same kind of thing. Where it was like, he used to be in the band. It was like pretty much the exact same thing that happened. Here. Like he wasn't in the <laughs> band anymore. So we started fresh. This time, same thing happened. He left again and we we're like, whatever, it's a new era. Like, let's just start fresh. And to me, it's like, it looks, it looks cleaner because then we can just keep everything like, this is all you need to know right now. And right. the past is like, if you want to hear the past, go listen to it. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, it's, you can listen to it, but you don't need to see it. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. It's a rebrand, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And this is like totally what we were trying to do. Um, we just had more of a vision for, for this kind of like new kind of era that we're in. And we, we wanted to, everything to kind of follow suit. So. 
Yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. That makes sense. Because I, when you guys were doing like that last batch of singles, I was, and actually, honestly, it's like really true. I think for like all three of like you main bands in uh, like New Rock Mafia is like you guys all. It's very clear like what the image is for whatever the time, uh, like mm. period that you guys are in, and like I definitely was like this is fucking interesting and like this is I think something to pay attention to that a lot of bands don't do and like mm. we talk about that a lot now of like all right with like every kind of like new round of singles like what's the deal like what's the vibe we want to go for do we want to get a new artist you know and if we get a new artists like okay what what's the vibe we're going for because that needs to come mm. across in the photo shoot that needs to come across in what the logo looks like totally um, yeah I mean, like, I found that, like, really inspiring. So I was, like, the first time I, like, really, truly saw it where I was, like, oh, fuck. Like, that makes sense. Like, everything, you know, like, with every release, you guys had a different color scheme. And, like, all the photos had, like, a, a filter on it that went with the mm. color scheme and everything like that. And, like, you don't always have to, like, you don't have to do that specifically, right? But it's just that everything is uniform uh, to what to what you're presenting. And I think that yeah. that's important, I think, for a new... Because especially as a new band, man, it's tough to find. You know, like, you're writing these new songs. You know, you're just getting together. You need photos. So you go find a graffitied wall and you take some photos in front of it. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's like, Yeah, and, like, and that's cool. That's totally cool, man. I think, yeah, I think every... You should do that, I think, at least one time. Yeah, you got to pay your dues in <laughs> yeah. the graffiti wall. Yeah. yeah, you got to go find a factory and take photos in it. But <laughs> 100%. It is like finding that as you grow, like, all right, like, what is the image now? And you don't always need to just wear like a black t-shirt and you know go outside and take a photo you can <laughs> be a little more creative <laughs> totally man it's it's one of the hardest parts i think about being in a band is like photo shoots sure. and and all that stuff man it's like because it's not really natural for us musicians like some people it is but it's something that as a band we've really had to grow into learning what we think is cool for photos and what we think is cool for artwork like luckily we have people like um charlotte she's a good friend of ours and she does our artworks so like we're really lucky that we have her because i know a lot of bands have to do that stuff on their own and it's like yeah it's yeah. really difficult man so yeah yeah what a lot of people don't seem to know is that musicians are actually fucking weirdo recluses <laughs> most of the time <laughs> and we don't actually like to go outside and do photo shoots and <laughs> fucking yeah. film ourselves so it's it's tough <laughs> where we gotta yeah. like you gotta ask people like hey can you make me look cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that well that was like with when we were doing uh the weightless photos like it was really important i like for us i was like look like we are like in terms of the music like it's like i mean it's serious like rock music but like when we're together as guys we're like fucking around and laughing the whole time and it's yeah like we're just you know so i was like i want that to come across like i was like i wanted to, so we went to like a photography studio but i was like i don't want any of these photos to like look like like we pose for them like i just right. literally want to put us on a like a, a white background and mm -hmm. then snap photos every like as we're laughing and shit yeah, and yeah. like i think it came across like <clears throat> i think it came across the way i wanted it to which was like oh these guys are just kind of like fun dudes and they're fucking around real people yeah it's yeah. like you don't always have to you know you, it's just it's i i think like whatever your personality is for the band or like whatever the vibe is like but you don't always have to look sternly into the camera but totally if you want you know but if you want to look softly into my eyes through the camera do that too like whatever <laughs> yeah. you know, just just be genuine when you're doing it i guess that's the point i'm trying to get to it's just don't you don't have to fake it like you know do do whatever is you because that's what's going to just naturally come across totally to the, to I, the viewer and that 
like that photo shoot you guys did is super memorable. Like I remember that. Well, thanks. And like it stuck with me because it it did give off that vibe, right? And knowing you guys personally, I was like, oh, that's that's lost arts. Like that felt yeah. like you guys, you know. So, when, like, but with that being like, said, I think you guys, if you wanted to, you could do a serious photo shoot and pull it off too, right? It's just yeah, whatever you feel comfortable with for for whatever you're promoting, right? For sure, hundred yeah, percent, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so. <clears throat> I don't even know if I have a question, but I mean, it's something we got to talk about because everybody's going to want to hear about it. Um, sure. I remember when we first met, uh, I don't think it was like officially a thing, but I was paying attention to the to the descriptions of photos and stuff. And I asked you at the time, what is new rock mafia? And you laughed and you kind of described it for what it was. And here we are like two years later and it's like a fucking cult. dude. It's <laughs> insane. <laughs> And like, and I also just want to say, because I'm sure some of you are listening, like the only association that my band has with that is I think like where we have some like tagged photos of Ruddy the Prince and the like the followers that we get just with that association is, by the way, amazing. <laughs> I would like to shout out Justine and uh, and Alexandria, who uh, the, the Cheetah Press. Mm. Both of those yeah. girls have reached out a bunch. Uh, Justine's uh, lives in London, so she's been to a bunch of Lost Arts shows. Both of those girls are awesome. Um, excuse me, and have been like great supporters of Lost Arts, like specifically. But I just want to like just as like uh, us being like so loosely associated get runoff from your guys' fans, <laughs> and they're insane. They're like intense fans. It's awesome. And uh, so I don't even know what my question is. Maybe just speak freely about whatever, however you feel about that. But I just wanted to say, like, it's hilarious to see in the two years of it just kind of being like a caption on a photo to like, it's this legitimate. Becoming a full it's, racket. It, it has a mailing list now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's crazy. Man, like, yeah, I think the credit goes to the fans. Like, they took they took New York Mafia and made it what it is really like we, we did a couple live streams, you know, that I guess set up that kind of vibe. Like, yeah. like you're saying like the cult vibe or like just it being this cool kind of secret thing. Right. Um, but the fans are who, you know, started the like group chats and the like discords and the like, everything like there's so many different accounts things going on that are new rock mafia related and that's them because they felt like they i guess i guess we offered them a community and they they accepted it and they were like yeah this is this is somewhere where i can belong and i can you know meet people all over the world like all of our fans new rock mafia members whatever you want to call them they're like all friends with each other and they're like from different parts of the world and they like i don't know it's crazy like i'm friends with all of them too you know what i mean most of yeah. them right so yeah. like it's cool man like it's it's super different like it doesn't feel like um anything that i've ever been a part of before as just like a fan like i was part of the lincoln park fan club when i was like 11 nice. yeah. but it nice. was a little bit it was a little bit different <laughs> back then i got a free t-shirt but um <laughs> yeah That's sweet there wasn't much going on but like now with with like the online stuff that is going on like i don't know it's re it's really it's really fun and, and cool and it's it's just great to to know that people are getting that community aspect out of it because i think that's what's most important um yeah 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 it's like this weird like <clears throat> excuse me it's like it's the underground but it's over the internet 
Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's our, our earbuds just said we had low battery, so it, just, <laughs> it threw us off. It's okay. Yeah, we might have to move the speakerphone in a sec. But uh, sure. yeah, it's like, it's like uh, there's, it's tough to get that now. I mean, there's obviously like in your like cities you can have it or whatever. But, uh, and like when I was going to Fanshawe, like there's a little bit of that, like, oh, this is like, we're doing house parties. It's like the underground, but it's this, it's really cool to sort of, it's still like DIY, it's still punk rock, but it's, you can be in like vancouver and in mm. like australia and you're all a part of the same community and it's not like mainstream you know it's it's pretty like unique i guess is the word i'm looking for like <clears throat> there's not a lot of that around yeah exactly so like if it, it, it's given our like whole career like a whole new meaning and like I don't know. I wonder sometimes if it wasn't for New York Mafia, if we we'd still be doing this, you know, like that type of support and and people who, even though it's like a small number, um, on the grand scheme of things, it's a small number. It's 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 so much support that like it's enough to keep you going forever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, when people care like that, so super lucky yeah. for it, man. Yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting feeling when you know you're like in your room or you're playing like shows where like 15 people show up and you're like you know like this is fun and i'm having fun but like do we keep doing this and then somebody will message you and be like hey man um i really like your band and like i i learned your song on guitar mm -hmm. and you're like what like why'd you do that <laughs> and like, and like, i just i love your band and you're like okay like that's fucking weird like okay like and it's it's such an interesting feeling i mean you guys definitely you were posting already like that's gotta feel like wild you guys put a song out a week ago and i saw you were already posting uh people doing cover like bass covers and guitar covers and stuff and like that's insane yeah it's crazy man it's cool i mean it's just like it it, it makes you feel appreciated and it, it just makes you feel like okay like i can't wait to do something cooler the next time that they're they're also going to want to learn or like it's it's awesome too because anytime like especially bass players when they learn something I always message them and like I'm like yo I'll send you like uh, like me playing it so you can see exactly what I'm doing because a lot yeah. of the times they're doing something a little different I'll be like I'll show you what I'm doing just in case you want to take you know one of these techniques because in Regicide like I'm playing chords in the chorus and it's kind of hard right. to hear I don't know if anyone can hear it so I'm like I want to show you how I'm doing those so you like you can take that into your band because so many of these young bass players are in bands too right so yeah yeah totally yeah um, for sure yeah it's great man an opportunity to to inspire others i guess yeah it just it's even more reason to just like up the game and and make sure that whatever's next is like absolutely better you know but yeah yeah man yeah. um well let's do some questions we do have a few questions great from people not just from me but from people let me see here. Actually, here, there's one that I'm going to get to right away because I was very curious. Let me just find it here on my phone. Okay, so this one is from New Rock Mafia underscore fam. And he okay. said... He said <laughs> that's Madeline. He, that's, a, that's a girl. Uh, okay. Yeah. Thank you, Madeline, for the question. She said, uh, pizza or pie? Steve should know what I mean. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's Jordan... Uh, Jordan, our old drummer, he he was trying to tell her she's from Germany. He was trying okay. to tell her that we call it pie in Canada. <laughs> um, it's it's a pizza pie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So you gotta have the voice crack in the middle yeah. of pizza in order to translate yeah. it as pizza pie. So yeah, the answer is pie. I mean, yeah. Sorry, about I, pie. yeah. It's pie. a pie. It's a large pie. Yeah. Sorry, Madeline. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Actually, this is one again. Got two bass players here. You did answer this earlier, but I don't know if you have like a like a hardcore opinion on it. Uh, mm. But this one's from. Uh, I'm assuming it's probably Sam from Matching Matching Socks. Fingers or pick. Oh man, fingers. What's what's your what's your opinion on people that use a pick? <laughs> I mean, I use a pick. I use a pick for certain songs. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I think fingers. I just prefer fingers. I'm cool with both. I I think you should do both. Yeah, that's my I, that's, final answer. That's what, what I you? do as well. I I use a pick stylistically, <laughs> and then like like I'll play with uh, Serena Haggerty here in London. And I'll play fingers because I feel like mm. that's just that's just what that's suited for. But yeah. Then you play with heart attack kids. It's like okay, I'm gonna rip fucking bass chords this whole time. So of yeah. course I'm gonna use a pick. Yeah. Exactly. You, you should be able to do both, like because you're just gonna limit yourself if you can yeah. only do one, right? So. Yeah. There's no hierarchy of bass playing here. <laughs> <laughs> no. I like it. Uh, Sophia Clements mm-hmm. wanted to know. Uh, if you guys release an album in the near future, can you can we expect vinyl? For sure. I mean, <laughs> I mean, why not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like no one's saying no. Yeah. these days. like absolutely not. Not gonna make vinyl. No we, chance. If, if we get to the point where we're releasing an album, it better be on vinyl. Definitely. Nice. Like, yeah. We would not not release it on vinyl. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those. It's it's like those things when you like start a band where you don't think you'll ever get to do it. Like when you when you're like, hey, we should press shirts, and then you're like, oh my god, we're in a band and we have shirts. Like that's insane. <laughs> yeah. And it's like every time you get to one of those milestones, you're like, we are doing it. Yeah, <laughs> we are a real band. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, this one is actually this guy asked two questions. I should find his first question. Actually, no, I'm gonna ask him in reverse. Uh, just on the topic of merch. Now, this is something I don't understand, but just because it seems like people always want them, and I just I I guess I never really care. Maybe because I don't want to spend the money for it. But um, Nate uh, Nate Hobors, sorry if I said your name wrong, Nate. I'm so sorry. Uh, he said RTP hoodies with a bunch of dollar sign. So emojis. much money. So much money. Those fucking things are. Um, yeah, RTP hoodies are coming. They are See, they're coming. That, and Nate's in damn. a band called Deep Six. Oh, okay. So shout out shout out to Deep Six. Right, do you know them? Six. Do you guys know them? I don't know them personally. I have listened have to their music them? though. Yeah. Because yeah. uh sometimes I, I cruise the related artists and try to see, you know, yeah, what yeah. I'm missing out on. But uh yeah, I mean hit hit us up, Deep Six. Listen <laughs> yeah. to Lost Arts and then hit me up. <laughs> he will. Um, he actually will. Nate will. All right, man. Well, hey, let's be friends, Nate. I feel like, I feel a connection already. <laughs> that's the, like the thing like i always think about with hoodies is like they're also like hella expensive to yeah make, i was gonna then, say hoodies are not in the budget <laughs> <laughs> it's like you have to hope people are gonna buy them but, so I mean, yeah we found we found hoodies for like if we can sell 24 of them then then we can afford them like that's like the minimum that you have to buy right. and they're like okay. 19 yeah. bucks each Fair enough, like that yeah. to, to make so yeah we're gonna i think we're gonna do it but we'll see hopefully we sell them all that's the, yeah. that's the kind of gamble. Yeah, <laughs> for like, sure. Are these gonna go? Um, <laughs> all right. Nate also asked, uh, "What do you do when you're feeling uninspired in terms of writing?" Nate asked that. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, I probably wouldn't try to force it. 
Um, but sometimes I do force it. It's weird. Like I'll do a few different things, but I mean, you could, you could, if you're ever uninspired, you could, you could read, you could watch a movie. You could like just think of the craziest way to write a song possible. You know, like I started playing a bunch of piano this summer. Um, so that was like a huge kind of like, if you want to be inspired, start, start playing a new instrument. You know what I mean? Um, there's just so many different things that you can do. Um, you can try writing, I don't know if it's like lyric that lyrics that you're uninspired with, you can try writing about something from your past that maybe you don't think about a lot. Um, yeah. And sometimes it's just picking up the guitar and just messing around with a bunch of chords or changing up your tuning. Like there's just like, it's music, right? There's a million different things you could do to just kind of throw paint on the canvas, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the thing. I think with that question, like, I don't think there's ever a right answer. Cause like, there's mm-hmm. been times where I've thought I figured out the way that I like get over writer's block and then it like never works again. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> I guess, uh, I guess that's not it then. Exactly. But, you know, exactly. it's, but, uh, yeah. yeah, it's weird, man. Cause it, it could be like something that happens to you. Like if you, you know, like, break up with someone or like you know or you lose someone in your life whatever like that's definitely yeah. something that's gonna trigger some some type of like songwriting out of you but if that doesn't happen sometimes you could just like just make things up right and just go yeah. into like a completely new world in your head um like that's what we did for some of these new songs it was like we kind of just at least me lyrically i just started writing like super dark lyrics just because i thought they were cool and like yeah. the metaphors were interesting to me um and kind of put myself in these worlds because it suits the sound of the music um so yeah i think that's a big thing that i've grown as a songwriter is like i don't necessarily need to write exactly about something that i relate to it could be like entirely based on something else but like i'm taking certain things and a lot of it's made up or a lot of it's just i don't even know like it's just poetry i guess right so yeah yeah for sure man Right on. Yeah, I was just like Craig also learned how to play piano. I did over the break. Hell yeah, Craig, we're like the same guy. I know. I was just thinking. I was like, Jesus, these two dudes. Yeah, yeah, for real. (laughs) The same guy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll do. uh, We'll do. We'll do a few more here. Uh, So, um, I mean, this is like a similar question, but advice for younger bands. We've done a lot of that. This this whole episode's been a lot of advice for younger bands, but I don't know if you have a, a condensed answer for that question. Yeah, I have a good answer for that. Um, don't stop. Uh, don't stop practicing. Don't stop uh, believing in yourself, and and don't put a time limit on when you want to quote unquote make it. Um, I think you just really kind of look in the mirror and be like, okay, is this what I'm going to do for the rest of my life? Um, and answer that question because if the answer is yes, then you have nothing to worry about because then you're just doing this for the rest of your life. But I think it's tough because there's a lot of sacrifices you have to make. So you just have to be willing to make those sacrifices. And if you're not willing to make those sacrifices, then I don't think you're necessarily cut out for being a a musician because it's most likely not going to go the way you think it's going to go, you know, or the way you hope it's going to go. Like you have to commit to it through thick and thin because to me, I mean, unless you get super lucky and some bands do, but it's just so rare, you know? Um, 
So yeah, that, that's probably my advice. Like, like understand what you're getting yourself into and, and, and decide that this is what you want to do and, and don't, don't look back, you know, cause everyone's going to be telling you, you shouldn't do it. But, uh, if you believe in yourself, then I don't know. And I think that kind of courage is going to come across in your music too. And I think that's what people are inspired by. And that's what people are, are attracted to with, with, with musicians who, who can kind of put off that type of energy. Like, Yeah. We call yeah. it Tina over here and, and ready to print. Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> I was gonna just like tack onto that. I think uh I think another thing to keep in mind too is like when you start to get opportunities, if it's like a show or whatever, like don't don't put a lot of weight on that. Like I've been caught in times for being like, Nice dude, we got this opening slot for this band, like this is fucking it. Like when they're gonna love us. And even if they do love you, like even if you do the set and they come up to you and they're like, That was fucking awesome, you guys are sick, you're like, right on. And then like nothing, like it doesn't follow up the way you think it's going to follow up. And then like, and then you'll just get bummed out and you don't need to get bummed out because the show went fucking great. And like mm-hmm. next time they come, like you're going to grow and build from that. But to, if you put too much weight on, on opportunities, you're only setting yourself up for disappointment, even if it goes well, because it's probably never going to go like as well as you think it's gonna go like if you yeah. think you're gonna play like one show and then your life is gonna change like it's probably not gonna happen but <laughs> you if you keep accumulating those opportunities then you know something's gonna manifest from that exactly exactly man when the first time we played horseshoe tavern we thought that that was it we're like oh, this yeah. is it yeah we're Everyone doing it that. <laughs> yeah you're like the Sorry? hit played here obviously this is yeah, it dude. there's <laughs> yeah. some sort of mojo yeah. it's like i sat in the same fucking green room that keith richards did yeah. so now i'm famous dude yeah. that's how it works <laughs> yeah and then yeah. you play there 10 times and you realize okay this is yeah. the same shit yeah <laughs> Every yeah, time. yeah you just get better nights yeah you start you, everyone starts on the fucking tuesday or yeah. the horseshoe monday or some shit and then eventually you get a friday night you're like okay yeah maybe i am a little famous now yeah <laughs> I think like I think call the office is similar for that for like a London touch because it's like a similar yeah. thing like a lot it's not as famous as a as a like a, a bar obviously but a lot of bands have been through there a lot of crazy bands and you before work. you get to play you're like dude I just want to play call the office and then you play it and you're like fuck yeah, yeah. and then you play like nine times and you're like it's still fun but like, yeah yeah it gets better <laughs> yeah it gets better it's that's when when your call the office gigs start to get worse that's when you got to start <laughs> yeah <laughs> wondering what's up <laughs> oh man okay we got we're gonna do uh, two more and then like i have a couple questions and then we can we can stop uh sure. this is a good so this kind of goes into we usually do a a segment called you should jam where craig and i give each other um each we give each other an album every week and then we we go from there and we review it you, you should, should jam. retro not queen she asked uh what have you been listening to lately so i was just going to tie it into a you should jam what have you been listening to lately what do you want the people to listen to you know, whatever, whatever you want. Okay. Oh man, it's so hard not to just say Zig mentality. Yeah. <laughs> just put out. A, it's, I mean, it's a. It was a week ago, but in terms of today, just put out a single today. Yeah. So Zig mentality, you must listen to that. Um. Hmm. You gotta listen to Lost Arts. Oh, thank you. That's that's my first request. Um. <laughs> And in terms of maybe, I, I kind of want to give something maybe a little bit out of left field. I'm, I'm actually looking through my phone right now. Yeah. Because um, I listen to a lot of music. I actually tried starting a um, playlist that I was going to update every month, but then I did one month and I realized that 
I am way too much of a perfectionist to do this every month. <laughs> it's a lot of work. It was taking up like five hours. I was yeah, like, I was it's a lot of work to curate. over this playlist, and I had to just stop using it. I was like, "There's no way I have to give give this up." Like, I'm gonna I devour can't. myself <laughs> doing this. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Dead Poet Society is a really good rock. Band. Yeah, nice. dude. I good wanted band. to ask you about that. Just a quick side note, because it looks like sure. you guys maybe have. Uh, started up some type of relationship dead poet society fucking rips so hard like yeah i'm in love with this band dude they're so heavy yeah and uh i mean i don't like i just i've just noticed that like they come with you guys have been commenting on each other's stuff and whatnot so i don't know what what your relationship is but i just wanted to throw out that band it fucking rips so hard yeah man they're they're amazing uh the guitar player his name is jack and uh him and i are message all the time we're just like fans of each other's music, so um, we yeah. just talk they're, about music and we talk about because I mean they're kind of they're from LA, but they're going was, through yeah, the kind of okay. same things that we're going through. Where it's like yeah. they feel like um, I don't know a lot of a lot of the bands in, in this scene kind of feel like we don't get the attention that we deserve, and there's like For a lot sure. of other kind of quote unquote rock artists that do, and it's just like. We, we kind of feel those same kind of things. We're like, yeah, we're, we're starting something that's going to overtake um, all the kind of shitty non-rock rock that's being promoted right now, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, so that's yeah. definitely something, you know, anytime you, you, you find another band that's that's just making really cool music that isn't like famous mm-hmm. uh, or anything like that, and you're like, wow, how are they not huge? You know, and yeah. Dead Poets Society is one of those bands where you're like, how are these guys not like the biggest band in the world? Like these guys are incredible. For sure. Um, so it's cool. You just kind of you chat and 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 yeah. I, I, they actually sent me their their album. Oh, and I've already heard it and it's amazing. Holy so shit! I, like it. I can't Dude. wait for people to hear it. It's dropping in February, I think. So yeah, all the singles that have been coming off of it are just like they hit so hard. <laughs> and it was all like Jack, the guitar player. He also produced it and, and mixed oh, okay. it. And it's like incredible, man. Like. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Like that's why I always laugh when like people like shit on rock music and I'm just like, you don't even like I'm like, there's so many great rock bands like around yeah. right now. It's like not even funny. Like even mm. if you want to go like like Royal Tusk and Broken Love are two bands that are fucking insane and they're doing mm. like yeah, good man. stuff right now. Um like the dude from Broken Love, his voice is a wild. Craig and I saw them in London and we were both yeah. just looking at each other like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and like how does what's like, this guy eating in like, the morning? Like, how does he sing like that? Like that's insane. Justin uh, is his name. He, we and him actually live like five minutes away from each other here. Oh in no Toronto. shit. <laughs> and yeah, that's awesome. He's he's crazy, man. Like he can sing like anything. Yeah, like and, I, yeah, I thought he was almost better like live than on the record, which is almost like for vocals is almost never the case. <laughs> Dude, yeah, like he's and like just the record as good sounds as the record, great, if not better. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, he was hitting notes, and yeah. Craig and I were like, "What the? Fuck What's going is on this guy right now? Doing yeah, right now, like it was wild." But yeah, I talked to him like real briefly at the end, and he he was a nice guy too. So I that record's like great. That was that was probably one of the best like rock records to come out this year. Yeah, and they just released like the deluxe version of that album, so everyone should definitely check that out too. Yeah, for sure. I gotta also say, so the Nil put out a song yesterday, which would be a week and a day ago when this comes out, <laughs> and holy fuck, that's good. But like, dude, I've been saying for like years, like, why is the Dirty Nil not the biggest fucking rock band in the yeah. world? <laughs> like, I don't get it, dude. I didn't know they put they dropped a song yesterday. Yeah, yeah, one more that. in the bill, and it's fucking really good. 
It's the last the last single they're putting out off of Fuck Art, which I think is hilarious, <laughs> the album title. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I don't so know what the deal is with all these, like, fucking uh, Pop put out that EP, like, This Place Sucks Ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> these, uh, what's what's the Ready the Prince uh, EP going to be titled with, with some swear word in yeah, it? Yeah, what's your vulgar EP title? <laughs> um, fuck the King. Something nice. Like that. that's yeah, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Very on brand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the new, that's the new name. <laughs> oh man uh yeah dude fuck i'm trying to think is there anything else you wanted to shout out in terms of band bands oh dude i mean i know we could probably do this for like two hours yeah um deep six for sure those guys are so young and so talented um, right on Our another example of a band who they they do all the recording on their own and oh, it's right just on. like incredible man like Scott, the guitar player, he produces and mixes it. And it's just like, how? Like, <laughs> I wish he <laughs> were doing that, you know? Yeah. Um, th- I guess that's another good word of advice for bands. Like, learn how to record yourself and, and invest yeah. your time and money into that because that's going to save you so much money. Yeah. And it's going to help you craft your sound in a way that no other producer will be able to do it. Absolutely. Um, that being I mean, said, like, we, we never learned how to record, so. <laughs> yeah, neither did I. I I've had to do the fucking quarantine sending demos to each other thing this summer, and I was like, man, fuck this. I would way rather pay someone to just hit fucking record. <laughs> it's less stressful to pay somebody. Oh, but my God. It's funny, like, I, I remember uh, when I first got a MacBook, I was showing my uncle who, like, got me into music, and he was always used to tell me how they had, like, how they'd make the four track work for them. And I remember showing him GarageBand and he was like, dude, this is fucking game changing. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah. like he was like pissed that he like doesn't do that shit anymore. Yeah, he was yeah. like, what the fuck, man? Like, where was this shit like 30 years ago? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, this would have been awesome. Um, okay, I have one more question here uh, from just some uh, some nobody band. And they asked, uh, when's the next Lost Arts track dropping? Oh, fuck, that was you guys. You guys asked them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was that was lame. But uh, we <laughs> don't. This is a quick self spot. We don't have a date. Uh, but we <laughs> do have two on. new songs, and I'm very excited. Actually, apparently, actually, Steve, this is funny. I have done almost none of the like the man work with these new singles. Drake, for some reason, just took the reins, and I allowed it to happen. And it feels weird. <laughs> like I asked Drake really? last night, I was like, "Hey, what's going on uh, with the songs?" <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, I think Kyle's sending them to Dan to get mixed like tonight." And I was like, "Okay, sick." Right and that's I've never done that before. I usually have my hands like annoyingly on everything, and I've just I mean, he hasn't fucked it up yet. But That's good. Actually, you know what he wow. did, dude? Drake changed the studio time four different times without <laughs> without asking us. <laughs> he kept being like, hey, does this date work for you? And we're like, I thought we already had a date. And he's like, yeah, uh, it's my girlfriend's birthday. And we're like, all right. And then he's like, actually, I switched them to this weekend. And we're like, well, that's Thanksgiving weekend, so we can't do that. And he's like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> I was like, just ask us, man, before you pick a date. But yeah, we do. We have recorded two new songs, and uh, they do rip. And like I said the other day, when we get the masters in, I'm going to send them to you because like, I'm fucking, I'm proud of these ones. These ones are fucking, they hit harder mm, than anything yeah. we've ever done. I can't wait sure. to hear them, man. Um, and what's the timeline on you? So you've got two other songs just in the in the barrel for you guys, then, eh? Yeah, exactly. Uh, timeline wise, nothing set in stone. 
Uh, we're kind of playing it by ear. We'll see, like, it's tough, man, with COVID. It's like, we don't want to necessarily drop them all. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, ideally, we'd be, like, releasing them and then shows would be back, you know? Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, for sure. We don't really know if that's going to happen either. So mm -hmm. we'll see. I think hopefully early next year we'll get another one out. And then uh, maybe a few months after that, we'll get the, the, the last one out. But we, we might try and, and record more um and put them together into an ep uh or something like that there's so much like just up in the air like we'll see i mean this one's only been out for a week so a lot yeah. can kind of change between now and you know even the end of the year and, and a lot of plans could change so for sure yeah. and and as we talked we'll about we don't want to do any stay tuned posts so no. <laughs> just like <laughs> We lost the files. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> um, okay, I have two. These are like not serious questions. I have two questions for you. Uh, nice. And then we can wrap like this up. Serious. Here's the first one. Now, we will cut this out if it doesn't go the way I want it to go. And I'm really going to need you to bear with me on this question, okay? You need a what? Sorry. Oh, I said I need you to bear with me on this question because oh, it's going to seem weird. Are you, are you Italian at all? <laughs> Is that a real question? It's a real question, yeah. Dude, I'm 100% Italian. Okay, good. All right, I need you, I really need you to do this for me, okay? Because Julia's okay. in the room. Now, we called Julia on the show Juan Julia. So, Julia is also 100% Italian. Now, uh, we've, been, we've been dating for, like, almost four years, okay? Now, okay. I've been, been to her family's place a lot. I feel like I'm Italian. Now, I don't, I'm just a white kid, Steve. I have no like culture in my family, okay? Real right. small, I'm just a white kid. So I need some culture and I've been dating Julia for four years and I <laughs> insist on being an Italian kid and she does, she says no. So I need, I need you to give me the stamp of approval. Yeah, it needs a sponsor. Of, of being an Italian kid. <laughs> okay. Uh, you have to pass a test though. Oh shit. <laughs> Okay. How much olive oil does he need to drink? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Name an Italian cold cut. Oh, uh, fucking prosciutto. Ah, uh, no, fail. You didn't say it right. <laughs> you said it so white boy. That's like, dude. Okay, you get one more test. One more test. Okay. okay. Um, fuck. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to be tested. <laughs> well, you want me to stamp. I was really just banking you. on you saying you're Italian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one, one question to, to certify so, his Italianness. Okay. Um, what city are Julia's parents from? Or grandparents? Dude. <laughs> Come on, man. Step up. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Caleb is when did Italy? When did Italy last win the World Cup? What year? Did they last win the World Cup? Dude, Dude you, you can't answer that. this. You're never getting my sample approval. I'm sorry. Oh. You can't answer this. When did Italy last win the World this Cup? This did not go the way. By the okay. way, Dude, by you, the way, this is all getting cut. So. You have to cold guess. <laughs> no, dude, this is staying in. Dude, you can't come at me like this. I'm like, I'm a very proud Italian. You gotta, dude, like, he's Italian as fuck. Dude, I just wanted so bad, you know? <laughs> okay, well, so what, um, what year did the Italians last win the World Cup? Why did you say I have to know this? 
Dude, if you don't know this, you're not Italian. Dude, soccer's the biggest sport in Europe. Dude, I used to play soccer. I was the designated. Uh, I w- I I played defense, and I could throw the Fail. ball in really far. Fail, dude. You don't know what? Just cold guess, dude. Uh, if you're truly Italian, you'll know it in your heart of hearts. Dude, fucking 2018, dude. Dude, oh my god, you fail. <laughs> I'm Fail. so sorry, Caleb. I love you with all my heart, Fuck, but you are dude. not Italian, dude. Oh, oh, dude, that did not go. Damn. That did not. Doesn't mean you're a great guy. You know, you know what makes me the guy. most angry about that is Craig has had my back the whole way. I up, have. Until, up until right I have, now. But hard U turn. You're Craig not Italian. Italian, dude. He didn't get the answer right either. <laughs> what is it? What is it? 2006. We. Okay. Do you know where Julia's parents are from? <laughs> I could probably guess. Okay, yeah, take a guess. Um, Calabria? No. Mm, no. No. It's a hard no. Okay, I mean, I don't know then. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Where are they from? Right. Where are they from? Uh, Lazio. Lazio? Oh, so is my dad. No way. Those are such Italian fucking names. Did, did you hear that for where her dad was from? Abuzzi? No, what was it? Abuzzi? Same shit. I'm Canadian, so Abuzzi. Yeah. <laughs> is, your, is your mom from Sorda? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're Paisan. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? Holy shit. That's crazy. Dude. Yeah, that's amazing. That's weird. Okay, does, do people from your family say, that's it, done a lot? That's it, done. <laughs> no. <laughs> they do? No, they don't. They don't. That's uh, weird. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's the, it. Done. <laughs> yeah. A few, like, I don't know what episode it is, but there's an episode of We Should Jam sometime titled That's It Done because <laughs> Julia's family says it, like, every one of them says it at the end of most sentences. <laughs> it's amazing. Dude, they say it so much, like, I brought it up to Julia and she was like, no, they don't. <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> everything is like, That's It Done. We're going to go. We're going to eat some, some fucking lunch. That's It Done. <laughs> Need some that's prosciutto. That's great. I like Dude, that. Dude, that's so funny. What is like, I have to say, man, like the Italian like guilt trip is one of the funniest things of all time. We, <laughs> one time, this is like one of my favorite stories from Julia's uh, grandma. Uh, we're at her grandparents place eating a lunch dude the most food i've ever had at a lunch (laughs) and her grandma goes do you need more sauce julia and julia goes actually no we don't have any room for it we still have sauce from before and her grandma just looks at her like so heartbroken and says oh so you don't want my sauce (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was uh dude I'm, i'm heartbroken right now man you're not Italian. You know what? I'm going to study up and we're going to do this again. We'll do it again. For We Should Jam Some Time, Ready the Prince 3. I want you to test me again and I'm going to be prepared. Okay. And I okay. will be prepared too. Yeah. The questions. questions are going to be so much harder. <laughs> yeah, they will. <laughs> He's going to be like, where was my great grandfather from? Like, dude? I don't know. But I gave you three chances. I gave you, you three did. chances. You did. It was, you know what? It, I didn't know I was going to be tested, but they were fair questions. Yeah. But you did get the first one right. I was just being like, I just didn't want to give it to you right away. Like you, yeah, you totally fair. got it right. You just didn't say it in the Italian way that yeah, we say. Was it, here, well, give us a prime example of how, how you should say it. Prosciutto. Prosciutto. Yeah, you got a pot. Spaducci, dude. Spaducci, dude, is like I I love Spaducci. <laughs> okay, there you go. That's one step forward. Okay, you're getting closer. You're okay, getting cool. closer. When we went to the cottage this, this summer, my uh we brought like a 
shitload of Spaducci and, and, and Julia was barbecuing it and she was just like I'm, I'm cooking this Spaducci for like all these white people and my family dude <laughs> loved it <laughs> um, okay I have one more question this is going to be a good test to see how compatible you and Craig are oh because this will be a bit I don't know if you're privy to uh, on We Should Jam sometimes so are you a chicken wings fan Steve? oh you're fucking kidding me no, right now <laughs> I'm not. am I a chicken, chicken wings fan yeah I mean, who's not? Right. Okay. Now, yeah. what what are your thoughts on boneless chicken wings? Oh, um, I'm not against them. I'm okay, okay with but, them. Okay, here's, here's a follow. Here's a follow up question. Okay. Are they chicken nuggets? Are they chicken nuggets? <laughs> no, they're not. Oh, oh yes, <laughs> yes, dude. There's a difference. There's a there's a difference. They're similar, dude. Steve, you're all right, man. <laughs> Wait, does nice. that mean we're compatible? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I, I'll send you the post Holy after shit, this. man. It's a whole thing where Craig got roasted one time by a waitress in front of his band for yeah, ordering boneless It wings. was total horse shit. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. No, dude, straight up. You, okay, you know what? You, I'll tell the fucking story now because why not? <laughs> fucking I go to to Buffalo Wild Wings or some fucking... Well, the whole band was getting wings. And then they asked me to order first, so I said, like, I'll get whatever, I got boneless wings. Then everyone else ordered bone-in wings, and then, like, the last person just said, like, are you the only person that ordered boneless wings? And I was like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. And the waitress just goes, it's all right, the guy just likes chicken nuggets. (laughs) And, like, I've never felt so attacked by someone in the food industry in my fucking life. She got you good, though. She got me hard, yeah. She's she wrong. Me- she used you to make a joke, but it's she not did. I was the, the fucking punchline you know I mean? hard. I still tipped her, by the way, because I'm a gentleman. <laughs> yeah, of course. But, she, got you, uh, she got you fair and square. She got me. Yeah, it was pretty fair. Was pretty fair. <laughs> but but they're not, dude. Dude, chicken nuggets aren't pre-sauced. That's the fucking. <laughs> you can sauce them, dude. You can't pre if you pre-sauce a chicken nugget. It, it's right. almost not a chicken nugget anymore. It's, it's also a different shape, wing. I find. It's a boneless wing. I mean, I guess that's true. They don't have dino-shaped uh, chicken wings. Yeah. But I would different. buy those. <laughs> 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 oh, man. That's hilarious. Steve, I got to be honest, man. Those two last two questions did not go the way I uh, was wanting them to go, but that's okay. They made for Caleb, good bass players, man. We're know, a different breed, dude. Fuck? Yeah, dude. We're all on the same fucking wavelength. Yeah. Dude. Maybe I'm Italian. <laughs> I think he's closer than Caleb right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is brutal, dude. <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, man. Well, oh, you know, man. next time you guys ever want to go mudding, I'll, <laughs> you can't come. <laughs> that's mudding? We're not I invited know. to go for some good old-fashioned white person stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, Nothing. It's where you take a truck and you go into a field and you just uh, drive and you get <laughs> it. Yep. Ripped, Fuck the and field. And you get up. it muddy. Yeah. yeah. Actually, really, the only time I ever went, dude, uh, I think I've told this on the podcast before, whatever. I don't know why we did it. You know, like, everybody has a friend where you should never let him make the decision to do something. <clears> and then for some reason, you always 
do. And so my friend was Jed and we were at his place and his parents weren't home and we were all there dressed for a dance that we were going to to like raise money for our prom. We were right. all dressed nice. <laughs> and then Jed said, hey, you want to take the Ford and go mudding in that field? And we were like, do you know how to drive that truck? And he said, yeah, for sure. And we said, okay, let's go. Dude, we got like four feet into this field and the truck just fucking sank, sank into yeah. the oh, field. Fuck. And my buddy Eric, dude, had brand new, just <laughs> pearl white fucking slip on shoes on. <laughs> and we were out there with like mats from the truck trying to get traction. And then we finally push him out and then he just stops the truck to let us in and it just sinks back down. <laughs> and we were like, just wow. leave. Just get the fuck out of this field. And that's the one and only time we've ever gone mudding. So I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. That's well, why I'm I'll trying go to find nuke. Well, I'll go mudding sometime. Yeah. I would okay. Love how to about go this? With you guys. Okay. How about this? When <laughs> when COVID's over, we'll we'll yeah we'll all go mudding. The four of us will go yeah. mudding. Yeah. Once the together. budget gets up for this podcast, <laughs> yeah. we'll have an on the go crew. Yeah. That sounds incredible. All right, <laughs> we'll we'll do it. Killer. All right. Sounds good. All right, man. This was like hella fun. This is great, guys. This was really I fun. I needed Let's... to speak to people. This is <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> That was like when we started doing it again uh, at the start, or just started doing it at the start of like lockdown. That's what everybody was saying. They're like, it's just yeah. so nice to talk to somebody. And uh, and yeah, we just kept doing it. But dude, we could just do this. If you want to do this like every fucking four months, let's just fucking do it. You don't have to <laughs> I would love to, man. Just let me just play. Hey, let's fucking chat and record it and we'll, we'll do it. Um, I would love to. My, my video camera is about to die. I'm just going to push pause on it. Okay. Yeah, we can wrap up and like we can stop recording and we can we can shoot the shit for a little bit longer. But uh, sure. is there anything else you wanted to say? Plug whatever on the. Is there a video coming? Yes, there's a video coming. Uh, nice. In a couple of weeks, our friend, our best friend, Schorler, who's been helping us with a bunch of stuff for this release, he's kind of become like uh, a band member almost in terms of like he's just part of like a lot of the decisions we make. Um, with like what we post and what we um just everything he's just been like really involved even though he lives in new york um but he's he we went to high school with him and he's like really good friends with me and dan him and dan like are always like online playing like ps4 and stuff like that um Mm -hmm. so anyways yeah he's making he's animating a music video oh Um, so anyone who's on our mailing list which isn't a lot of people because we never really promote it but we do have some people who signed up for it and we nice. sent them like a teaser um, of the music video. And uh, yeah, he's completely <laughs> drawing it by hand and animating it. And it's like wow. the biggest, it's the coolest thing ever for, for all of us um, because it's like a dream of his, because he was in visual art. So at this art school that we went to, he was a visual artist. Um, and it's something he's always wanted to do. And uh, we're all just like super stoked about it. Uh, so yeah. Excited for everyone to see that. Nice. Fuck yeah, man. I'm excited. Animated videos are awesome. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. But I think I signed up, but I think I accidentally signed up, but like I would have intentionally signed up. (laughs) I just, I just accidentally signed up. I think I clicked on like a link and then I was like, oh, like enter your email to like enter the site or however you had it set up. And then I did it and I was like, oh, I think I signed up for the mailing list, (laughs) which is fine. And then I immediately unsubscribed. (laughs) (laughs) Did you? It was a perfect time to yeah. plug 
uh, ready the prince's mailing yeah, list right here. Yeah, go to the mailing list. <laughs> so you unsubscribed to our mailing list? No, I didn't, dude. I was just kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. You sounded truly hurt there. That I was brutal. like, I just didn't get it. I just wanted to know why. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? The Italian thing? Is it the, uh, was it the joke? I don't know. Dude. <laughs> dude, that's so funny. Just like, yeah, I'm not into the mailing list. I am. I had a thought last week, which uh, if we ever like have Cleopatra on here or like Luke or whatever, I'm going to ask Luke. Um, how many Instagrams he needs because there's like <laughs> they start so many Instagrams when they're like promoting stuff, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> but there was like a new one last week, and I was like, how many fucking Instagrams does this guy make for shit? He's made a lot in the past. There's a lot. There's a lot of Instagrams. <laughs> but whatever, man. I mean, if you can grab them, and <laughs> yeah. then and then if it doesn't work out, you just sell them off. You know? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> uh, but anyway. <clears throat> This was hella fun. We can uh, we can press stop and uh, we'll cool. uh, yeah we'll talk or whatever. But anyway, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, you know, if you're new here, why don't you subscribe? And we'll keep putting out content, and we'll you know, you know, have fun fun stuff. We'll have Steve back. Yeah, yeah. If you subscribe, please subscribe. Yeah. If, we get, if we get three subscribers, we'll have Steve back at some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> All right, we can we can stop now. Hello.